episode 92 of the Jewel Beat podcast. And this week, I have Simon Kloostro, all the way from the Netherlands, giving us helpful SEO tips for your Joomla websites. Latest Joomla news, design tips, marketing ideas, and interviews with experts in the industry. Beginner or professional, this podcast is for Joomla enthusiasts. Welcome to the Joomla Beat podcast with your host, Peter Buey. Hey everyone, welcome to the Joomla Beat podcast, the podcast all about designing, developing, managing and marketing your Joomla website. I'm your host, Peter Buey and joining me is the lovely... (laughs) Martina Kotzian. I try and change that up each week, but it doesn't seem to (laughs) change, does it? No. I keep on saying lovely. You're more than just lovely. Really? Am I? I don't really see myself (laughs) as lovely, but okay. What do you see yourself as then? I don't know. Anyway, moving right along. (laughs) (laughs) We have a couple of uh, news updates this week, but then after that, we also have the interview I did with Simon Kloostra. He uh, submitted one of his websites to the Joomla Beat website showcase. I was going through the submissions and I saw his website and it looks pretty, pretty cool. Lots of useful resources in regards to SEO. So very helpful for anyone that wants to optimize their website. So oh, he's given us some tips as well, hasn't he? Yeah, some tips, some hints and tips, and he gave me a lot of tips for the Joomla Beat website. It was actually kind of embarrassing. <laughs> really? Yeah, but anyway, you'll hear that later in the podcast. So uh, first off, before we get into anything else, let's just do a big shout out for Seplod, the guys that are sponsoring this podcast episode and have been for the whole month, which is absolutely fantastic. Haven't had a sponsor for a whole month before. But they are doing their said blood training course. And if you want to find out more about that, how to up your game with Joomla and build some really complex apps and really cool, funky stuff with Joomla and Seblod, go to joomlabe.at slash Seblod and you can sign up for the training course there. It's free. It's free. It's all free. There is some Why up- wouldn't you? Yeah. Yeah, I know. <laughs> to get a little bit better in Joomla and uh, to build some really cool things, why not? It's all there. James is doing an excellent job and he'll be joining us later on the podcast too. All right, let's get into some Joomla news. Looking for more Joomla tips and industry news? JoomlaB.at. Web hosting by SiteGround. All right, so first off, what's going on? Not much this week. It's pretty quiet. Well, what happened with Joomla Minnesota? Ah, yeah, that's right. That happened last weekend, just passed. Uh, it looked pretty big. I was following it on the Twitter feed and a lot of photos, a lot of food mm. and a lot of theme parks. <laughs> Oh, that's right. It was at that shopping mall with a theme park. Yeah, that's right. I saw a couple of photos of like the roller coaster inside and everything. It it looked pretty, pretty big. And some of the presentations look pretty good too. Uh, But you have to jump on the Twitter feed or the website to get those uh, links and resources. Was there an award ceremony? No, no, not this one. But I believe they had quite a large turnout, 250 people plus speakers and event people. So that's quite a good turnout. Hmm. Compared to what do we get here in Australia? Maybe a hundred if we're lucky at one of our events. <laughs> That's because we don't have a theme park. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, the, the next one for Australia, Joomla Day Australia, is being held in Brisbane. You can go surfing afterwards, I guess. Oh, you could go to the Gold Coast. There's some theme parks around there. Yeah, just a little bit further down. Wet and Wild or exactly. Dream World. Anyway, far away from the sharks. Yes. 
Yes. <laughs> if you haven't been watching or you haven't been around that uh, big shark attack at at in South Africa, mm, an Aussie he's an Aussie surfer, wasn't he? Mick Mick Flanning, mm, something like that. Yeah, I can't yeah just punched now. a shark in the. In the yeah. mouth well, that's the way Australians do it. They punch <laughs> sharks in the face and then just Oh, well, that's what I'd do, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. <laughs> uh, if you want to check out more and find out more what actually happened at Joomla Day, Minnesota, make sure you jump on the uh, Joomla Beat website and follow the links for the podcast episode here in the show notes and you'll find out all the links, all the photos and everything else that are compiled on there for you. <laughs> Very useful. <laughs> In other news, the Joomla UX team, the user experience team, are calling for volunteers. That's exciting. Yes. So, if you're design-orientated, you know user experience and you can help improve the admin interface of the Joomla project in the next release or maybe a couple of releases down, uh, Crystal Harris is leading up that team and is putting out a call for volunteers. And you can find uh, that blog post on Joomla.org. All you have to do is fill in the Google Doc, which is linked there, and uh, put in your experiences, and hopefully you can help contribute that way. Will you be contributing, Martina? Oh, I'll definitely check it out and see if I can help. <laughs> <laughs> see what you can do. Maybe it's your first foray. Is that the right word? Mm-hmm. Into the Joomla world? Mm. Oh, dear. It wouldn't be my first foray. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. Uh, what else we got? I think that is it for this week in regards to Joomla News. Anything else to add, Martina? Not that I can think of, no. All right. Let's get into this interview with Simon Kluster. It's a pretty good interview. The only downside is I had to call him directly on his phone, so the audio quality is a little bit bad. But uh, I did my the best I could to brighten up the audio and clean it up. But anyway, let's get right into it. Stay tuned as Peter brings his special guest to the table. The Joomla Beat Podcast. So, Simon, welcome to the podcast. It's a pleasure having you here. But before we get into all the bits and pieces in regards to uh, the search engine optimization and uh, and the hints and tips that you're going to give to the listeners, could you please tell me a little bit about yourself, uh, where you live, and how you're actually involved with Joomla? Okay, no problem. Well, uh, well, I'm Simon. I'm uh, actually living in, in the Netherlands in the in a small town uh, near uh, Utrecht. Actually, I'm working in Utrecht myself, which is in the, the middle of the Netherlands. And yeah, about my background. Uh, well, I, I came a long way before I entered Joomla. I uh, studied agriculture for six years, but well, couldn't find a job, and then uh, got into uh, IT. Um, working for a bank for about 15 years until I got fed up with it, working for a boss and, uh, and only spending, well, uh, time with businesses that I wouldn't really like. So then I uh, basically dropped everything, uh, restarted and uh, started web designing because I thought, well, if I can read a little bit of code in the bank, I can probably do it with a website. And uh, <laughs> that's actually how I uh, jumped into uh, web design and I chose Joomla Pretty soon from the beginning, uh, that between WordPress and Joomla, but then stuck to Joomla. So that's more or less how I came into the business. Fantastic. It, it sounds like you had quite a bit of a jump from career to career, studying art, um, agriculture in, in the beginning. Yeah. Think, yeah, it, it's quite a contrast to where you are now. Uh, but 
you've slowly started building up more and more websites. Is, is that what you did? You're just working with clients? Yeah, it's, it's a bit of a mixture. Uh, for, for most part, I, I work for clients, uh, and most, uh, still most of those just need a website and uh, want me to build it. But uh, especially since I started uh, the blog and focused on SEO, uh, I get more and more businesses uh, which well, need have a strong SEO part. And sometimes uh, the people uh, ask me just for the SEO part of, uh, of a project. Mm-hmm. So it's now also more a cooperation between uh, other web designers sometimes. Interesting. So you step in and you're the expert in terms of getting the site up to speed in SEO-wise. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Cool. So I mentioned this as a fairly important step when if anyone is out there in the community or, or just trying to build a business, the search engine optimizing your site is critical to help get more customers in. So I'm, I'm going to pick your brains a little bit more later on. Uh, but essentially, I found you from the podcast show directory, which um, I, I'm trying to start up at the moment, and you submitted your site, Joomla SEO, and you put it on the showcase directory, and that's how I found you. So I was looking around your site, and I found that uh, your, your blog, your articles, there's a huge wealth of information there. So for anyone's listening, you can check it out at Joomla seo.com and you've also written a book it yeah, looks pretty correct. interesting yeah. I, I haven't had a chance to go through it but could you tell the listeners a little bit about the book yeah well actually it, it uh, pretty much evolved from the website uh, uh, at some point I thought oh, well, well I, I could see that uh, there's a lot of interest in my blog and I uh, so I uh, made a pretty much a, uh, a large PDF of uh, of whole book, but while the website is more separate parts, the book is more uh, more of a, uh, of, a, of a one thing to read from start to uh, to end. Um, and a few months after the after I published uh, the PDF, which was basically a download on my website, uh, I got some interest from uh, from a publisher called A Press, mm-hmm. and uh, they said they like really liked uh, uh, the PDF and would like to publish it. So then I went through the whole editing process, which, which really improved the English uh, of the book quite a, quite a bit, because I'm not <laughs> native. And, well, the first version didn't, didn't have a lot of editing. So I think that, that improved the book a, lo- a lot. But, uh, yeah, it's pretty much evolved from itself. So it, it wasn't a preset of plan to publish a book like this. Very interesting. So it's just come about from your writing in general and showing your expertise in search engine optimization. That's pretty cool. Okay. Thank you. So let's get into the the meat of this and what the listeners are really after. And that's a whole bunch of tips from you in regards to how and uh, what to do in regards to search engine optimizing their Joomla website. So, uh, how many tips do you want to give the listeners? Well, okay, I suppose I could give them about uh, five of the, of the top hits. All right, cool. Top five tips. Uh, let's start at number yeah. one. What, what have you got for the listeners? Well, the first one is a bit of a funny one, but, but this is basically don't just focus on SEO only. Uh, I see... A lot of people that jump into SEO uh, 
uh, well, read a lot about SEO and how they should build their website. And then uh, the result is that, well, from an SEO perspective, the site might look very good, but the site's boring. Um, their texts are really funny with a lot of, well, keywords uh, within the text that they otherwise would not use. So I would always say, okay, well, keep SEO in the back of your mind when building a website, but don't make it your first priority. Uh, it's your users that should be the first priority. And then you make, well, content that's interesting and people want to read it. And uh, a lot of visitors will come from that and Google will probably recognize it. And then, okay, optimize it from a technical perspective and make it even better so that Google can even better crawl your site. But I think that's uh, that's a priority that's very important uh, to keep in, uh, to keep in the back of your head. Well, then uh, a second tip would be um, well SEO. One of the priorities that you want to reach is okay. How can I get as high as possible in the Google search engine uh, result pages? But secondly, um, you might also be able to score pretty well with a result that is a bit lower on the page as long as you make sure that uh, uh, that your site result looks very interesting to, uh, for, for use to click on. And that means that you should really make a lot of work of optimizing uh, how, how that uh, re result looks, which is the, the page title and the meta description, and not just for the home page, but for all the pages of the site, or at least the pages uh, that you would like to score uh, high with uh, in Google. So and that's a lot of work that I can also, I've, I've, I've often seen by improving a meta description, you can get twice as much clicks for the same Google result page. Um, well, my meta description sometimes sounds a bit simple to people, but it's really critical to uh, to write those uh, well with uh, with a lot of attention. So this is when well, a user types in their username and uh, not username password this is when a user that user types in their search query into google for example and that results page is what we're optimizing there is that right yeah that's exactly what i'm uh, talking about yes so every single title and every description of whatever comes up from your website we're trying to optimize to to the the perfect perfect uh, click-through ratio or, or trying to get that perfect click-through ratio from um, yeah. the user searching. So, how do, yeah, you, actually, how do you pick and how do you write the perfect titles and meta descriptions for your pages? Well, of course, you've got to use the right keywords. Everybody knows, knows about keywords these days, but you also got to keep in mind to use the keywords that, you, that your users would use and not uh, the keywords that you would uh, uh, like to score, uh, like to score for often those should be the same. But I've, 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 I often see mismatches when, well, uh, I recently had a company which, uh, 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 yeah, was big, was big in uh, getting uh, directors for schools, and they were focusing on directors. It's not the perfect thing you would think, but uh, they were focusing on the on the plural, uh, while they didn't realize. A school that needs a director needs a director, and there was actually a big mm -hmm. mismatch in, uh, well, and by writing good meta description page titles, uh, that could uh, they could score a lot better, and that's only a simple example. So yeah, wow, that's very interesting. Try to, yeah. 
Uh, and okay. that's basically the most important thing. Uh, entice your readers. Entice your readers. I'm finding that the, the, the very first two uh, tips that you've given us are very user-focused at the moment. Sorry, I didn't understand your question. I couldn't hear it. The very first two uh, uh, tips that you've given the listeners are very user-focused. The, the very first one is like design the site and build it for the user. And then the next one, the meta titles and meta descriptions, write them from the user's perspective as well. That's, that's very interesting. Yes, yes, that's correct. And that's, I think that's, that needs to be in the back of our mind. Um, and then, of course, you, you, uh, we, we can get more technical. So uh, a third tip would be uh, when you start building your site, uh, make sure that from the, from the start on uh, your basic setup is correct. So... And make sure your search engine friendly URLs are switched on, which is currently the default in Joomla. So that should be a problem. But also URL rewriting is something that is good to switch on right when you build a site. Uh, people often find this a bit of a technical term and, well, well what's this? And I'm, I'm not going to touch this. But they don't realize that if they know what it is and they turn it on a year after the site is live, all the URLs change. Um, so... Make sure that uh, you have the basic setup in your global configuration set up right from the start, and, and you don't have to worry about that uh, after afterwards. Mm, yeah, that's and a that's good a tip. Really, yeah, and that's a short tip, and that's easy to follow. I think it's um, it's just a couple of clicks in the configuration of Joomla just to turn those things on, or you have to change the HD access file as well usually, uh, but it's pretty straightforward yeah, to do. Cool. And that should be based. Yeah. And tip number four? Well, tip number four is to uh, really make sure you build a logical structure in your site. Um, you can build structures uh, in several ways with your categories and with your uh, menu setup. Uh, and often I choose to, uh, to mirror the both. So uh, when you look at jumasseo.com, uh, I have, uh, you see in the menu that I have a uh, an SEO checklist, a performance checklist, and some SEO extensions. And actually, I have categories uh, for, for those. Um, and I'm, uh, I have a category block for uh, the SEO checklist then, and a, a, a category block um, for the performance uh, as well. And the menu item is also called performance. And then Below that, I have the individual articles. So I have the homepage first, as the, uh, sitting basically on top of the pyramid, then the main menu, and, uh, and under that, the, the individual articles. And I emphasize that by using stuff like uh, breadcrumbs, which creates uh, internal links, uh, which helps Google to, well, to see through the structure of your site. And you, well, this is very important to build a logical structure, which is hierarchical. Don't just have a large menu with 15 items, try to create a, a structure in that because the structure, well, it helps to understand Google what's, what's the site about, but it also helps to, uh, to see what, uh, what are the most important uh, pages of the site. Um, and also, if you have a correct structure, if you have a, a new article, it's very easy to write where to put it. Mm, interesting. I, I find this is yeah. one of the very good points in Joomla compared to something like WordPress. I find when when you, you set something up in WordPress or the articles, 
usually when people set them up, they, they just all go to the root level, the, the top level um, yeah. URL, as opposed to having some sort of structure such as performance uh, or checklist like you do. Yeah. Do you find that helps? Yeah. Yeah, I, th- I, th- I think it helps a lot uh, if, if, if you do it correctly. Uh, it, it, it builds stronger pages, especially the pages higher up in the pyramid, like the uh, well, the SEO checklist. Mm-hmm. That that's becoming a very strong page because of all the underlying uh, articles. It, it helps to build a strong category uh, page for the for the checklist. The only thing is that. If you build a category, if you build a structure like this, you also got to make sure that the category page is also a strong page. So often you see blogs or uh, lists of articles where the category page is basically an empty page with just some summaries of articles. I, I usually try to make this a strong page as well by add, giving it a unique text and then uh, offering the uh, the uh, underlying articles. That's that's interesting. Yeah. So, so the pages under that particular category boost up that top level category that they're all in, and then you write yes. unique content for. It. Okay, all right. So this is completely different to how I do my blog on the Joomla Big <laughs> website. <laughs> yeah, well, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's wrong. And sometimes I, uh, um, you have sites where well. Well, this simply does not apply. So, mm-hmm. um, uh, and of course, um, well, it doesn't mean your site score uh, will, will score bad if you don't do it this way. Because I think you, uh, the Joomla Beat site is a pretty uh, well, pretty solid uh, uh, website that scores pretty good in, in Google. I, I encounter it every now and then while I'm Googling around. So it's pretty <laughs> strong. But by emphasizing those top pages, you, know, you, you might even do better. Interesting. Okay. I might have to work on the resources section of the website and also the showcase area. I think they're a little bit weak, but yes. Good tip. Okay. <laughs> so that was, uh, which one was uh, that? That was, that was number four. four. Yeah. Okay, so tip number five, what do we got? Well, tip number five is to check for uh, crawl errors uh, in your site, which is uh, basically pages that are not found and uh, and that uh, uh, are, are, uh, are linked to uh, in parts of your website. Uh, and often, well, you don't even notice yourself, but it could be a dead link in a footer or an internal link that you created and well, maybe you renamed the article to which you were linking um, and stuff like that is constantly creating new 404 errors from within the site architecture um, and often that well if if you have too many of those links that could be pretty bad for well first of all those pages won't rank and if and if that's um, uh, a strong symptom in your site. It's it's a site of uh, it's a symptom of bad site architecture, uh, and you should try and do something about it. And there are pretty easy to use tools that can easily help you to crawl your site um, from from all the URLs that you have. Uh, one of those tools is called Screaming Frog SEO Spider. It's a desktop <laughs> tool, and you simply type in your URL and let it crawl and 
Uh, you get a lot of information. I, I use it uh, a lot of the times, and I think it's the most popular SEO tool that uh, that is around, and it's free. Um, and one of the things that is it helps you detect those 404 errors. And even really good sites often have 404 errors. So that's called Screaming Frog SEO Spider. Yeah, it's a funny who, name. But, who comes uh, up with these names? That's that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, at least you can't forget it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, it's free to use for sites up to 500 URLs, which is, uh, well, fine for most smaller sites. Most of my sites don't don't reach those that number, so it's, uh, I'm uh, I'm still using the free version, even though I use it a lot. Very cool. All right, I'll definitely pick that one up and give it a go and and see what happens. So that's that's yeah, yeah. that's some awesome, really really awesome top five tips there that you've given the listeners. So first off, uh, let let's just do a quick recap. Uh, when you're building a site, don't just focus on SEO. Keep it in the back of their mind but focus on the user first. Uh, Second tip there, pay careful attention to the meta titles, your title tags, and also your meta descriptions to try and get the best click-through rates from your search results page. Uh, Then your third tip, make sure your configuration is done right. So the CEP URLs and URL writing is uh, configured right from the very beginning when you start developing the site. That's a very important tip, I think. Yes. And then fourth tip, categorization, structure, breadcrumbs, uh, to make sure that uh, it's all structured properly. Yeah. And then last but not least, your final tip there, the crawl errors, just checking the site and crawling to see if there are any broken links, etc., throughout the site. That's that's pretty good too. And that little tool that you gave there was um, pretty good. Uh, yeah. Last but not least, I'm going to be a little bit cheeky here and... And you've probably had a look at the Joomla Beat website. And I have to ask, what do you think? <laughs> what, what can I do in regards to ripping this apart and showing the listeners in regards to what I could possibly do? And then I'll probably will action a couple of these things to see if there's any result changes in, in regards to uh, the, the amount of traffic that comes in afterwards. Have you had a look? Yeah. Yeah, well, of course, I had a quick look. I, <laughs> <laughs> I usually do that. Uh, so, well, first thing I, I look at is, is performance. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, well, my blog is about SEO and performance. And, well, I've, I've started focusing on SEO, but performance, well, it's not directly SEO, but the, sm- uh, the fast site is usually uh, uh, experienced much better than a small site. So I usually take a look at that uh, well. And I think your site is... Well, organized pretty well, but one one thing I, I noticed it has uh, is it has quite a few of external uh, 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 connections to yeah, Facebook or, or or Twitter. I think I'm not quite sure. I didn't look at exactly what they're doing. I think I put everything on there. One, yeah, yeah. But uh, out of 1.6 uh, megabyte for the for the homepage, uh, almost one megabyte is, is uh, JavaScript and. I think almost 80% of that is external JavaScript. So, yeah, and that's uh, a, a very common error of, uh, of performance. Not that, not that the site is slow, but it could, be pro- it could probably be quicker if you could reduce on that. So when I, when I use social media stuff, I, u- I usually try to see if there isn't, isn't there something, a very simple HTML CSS solution that is close, or sometimes you have uh, stuff, uh, extension that uh, allow 
for JavaScript activation only after you click a button, and that can help a lot. Mm. But then, um, but that's yeah. Often you also see that it's with your existing uh, functionality. Uh, well, it could be uh, dependent a lot on on what you have. And so rebuilding that is often easier said than done. <laughs> yeah. But then, yeah. And then secondly, uh, as far as SEO, con- uh, SEO is concerned, uh, yeah, something, well, I al- already mentioned it in the, in the quick tips, uh, uh, crawl your site uh, with, uh, with the SEO screaming frog tool. And I found four, uh, four or four errors to, uh, it looks like, uh, some template providers that you, that you have a partnership with, uh, SiteGround. Uh, so I found four, four pages that, well, seem to be uh, be linked to within the structure of your site, but they don't exist. So look up, check check those pages, see if there's something wrong with those pages, and maybe uh, reroute those four or four errors, or create the pages if if you really need them. And yeah. then secondly, while browsing to them, I found that uh, you are still using the the default Joomla four or four page, uh, the red and white page. Yeah. Page. It- it's ugly and yeah. it's scary for users. They see it and they go, "Ooh, no, I broke something." Yeah, yeah. They think they're lo- they they rooted to another site or so. So it's not necessarily bad for Google, but I think for for user experience, uh, it could be improved. But I I think you knew that already. Um, now, but some that's something else. Um, often on the site, uh, it is advised to have a, a hierarchical. Uh, order in your header tag. So start with an eight, one H1 tag, then a few H2, and then H3. And on your article pages, I think that structure is usually present. But on quite a few uh, other pages, uh, uh, there is no H1 tag. Mm-hmm. And it won't kill you, but it, it would be better if, 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 if there w- would be one. Okay, so put um, the H1 tags in on every page? Yeah, yeah. It would usually be uh, advised. Mm-hmm. And then I've looked at uh, the meta descriptions, and yeah, I can see that on and off there is a meta description or not. And that's often how it goes, especially on, on new sites. I see people often, well, okay, I, I know I need to fill in those meta descriptions, and then after a year or so, they, well, you, you're more in a rush, and uh, or you, yeah, you you, uh, you create an article and you're tired and you don't want to create the meta description. You think I'll do it tomorrow <laughs> and if you forget about it. There's and, a lot uh, to so do. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it's all easy said, but yeah, then to go over it and write correct meta description, that's a lot of work, but that, that would definitely be a tip. Yeah. And then also the page titles, I can see that they, uh, they're often too long because Google uh, usually has room for only 60 characters or so. It depends a bit on the pixel width ex- uh, actually, but 60 characters is more or less a uh, rule of thumb. Uh, and often they are too long to be displayed on the Google results page, so your uh, page titles might be broken off. Okay. Um, but yeah, also that requires configuration because they, use, they are usually derived from the Joomla article title. Uh, yeah, and if you got a long to long title that you think is correct, um, well, you would uh, probably still want to keep that while still configuring a, a slightly shorter page title, and that that can be tricky in Joomla. That's not always easy. Interesting. You would want to, 
to separate those two, but uh, there are tools for that. But, okay. Uh, and then, and then finally, I saw that you uh, went went to Joomla beats uh, and then slash robots text. You can simply read it. It looks a bit uh, outdated because in recent Joomla upgrades, they provided a new robots.txt file and they unblocked the media folder and the uh, templates folder. Mm -hmm. um, and, uh, and that can often be a problem for sites uh, to pass the mobile-friendly test because Google is then disallowed to crawl parts of your site that contain your template uh, stuff. Now, I did a mobile-friendly test for your site, and it passed, so I think your CSS is probably moved to well, uh, uh, a location where they can be accessed. But, um, well, still would be a good idea to follow the uh, Joomla uh, trend and uh, update uh, the robots.txt file. Okay, cool. Yeah. And those are just a few that... Uh, <laughs> that uh, you had more? <laughs> 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 that, you that, see, criticism is always very easy, and uh, solving it takes takes more time. Yeah, yeah. So it, it you came up with a, a bit of a list there, and I think it will take me quite a long time to go through all that and optimize all the meta descriptions, etc., and making sure the tags right. But it, I, th I think it, the effort's worth it if you want to rank well and rank above the competition. Yeah. So I will give it a try. I'll, I'll see what we can do. What I'll do. At this point, I was, I'll, I'll put a little screenshot and maybe a snapshot in regards to the amount of traffic that is coming through yeah. to the website at the moment and maybe some of the, the key pages on the site. And then I'll do a breakdown in a few months' time after I've done all these changes and tweaks and see what happens. See, see um, if the traffic increases, see what other pages start climbing up the ranks. Fingers crossed they do. And um, yeah, yeah well, well, hopefully more people will come and buy your book because of these tips and they can actually <laughs> see the proof in the pudding. They can see that, um, yeah, from these changes and the suggestions that you made, you know, the, the, the results are actually there as well. Speaking yeah. of which, yeah, <laughs> speaking of which, how can people follow you? Where can they find out more about you and how can they get a copy of this fantastic book of yours? Well, uh, pretty much everything I do, uh, I publish on the JoomlaSEO.com uh, uh, website, especially on the blog section. Uh, I usually publish uh, an article that is hopefully interesting with regards to SEO, well, every three or four weeks or so. Mm -hmm. uh, also, I promote everything at least on Twitter, uh, which is at uh, Simon Klostra, which is my well, simply my name, and then on Twitter, that's uh, where I usually publish all the updates. And also, I usually Twitter about recent developments, interesting stuff with regards to SEO or Joomla. So you can follow me there. Um, and then about the book, uh, yeah, of course, I would love people to, to buy it. Uh, I spent a lot of time uh, writing it. Um, and it's published with APRES, and I think the easiest way to buy it worldwide is to buy it on Amazon.com. Um, you could buy it both as a print book and as an e-book, um, and it should be with you pretty soon. And then one thing I would really appreciate is that people have reviews of that book. Uh, there are a few now, and they're uh, pretty good, but yeah, I always love to hear what people think about my book. And of course, if it's good, it's even better, but criticism is always possible. So yeah. Excellent. I'll put links to all of that up in the show notes for this podcast episode as well so people can 
uh, get to the show notes and follow from there as well and help hopefully support you and uh, get a copy of the book too. Yeah, thank you. Excellent. Well, Simon, that was very enlightening. Um, I feel like there's a long road to go still and I still have to uh, a lot to do in regards to optimizing my site. But um, thank you hugely for those tips and sharing all your knowledge with the Joomla Beat listeners as well. Well, thank you. It was my pleasure. It was really fun to be on the on the podcast. I couldn't dream of being on the podcast myself on the, uh, <laughs> compared to a few years ago. Excellent. Awesome. Thanks for your time, Simon. Okay. Well, thank you for your time too. And well, we'll uh, be in touch. Joomla experts, high-end users, creators, and well, really anyone you should be listening to. Joomla Beat Podcast with your host, Peter Buey. So thank you, Simon, so much for joining me on the podcast episode. Like I said in that interview, if you want to follow any of the links, resources, or even get a copy of his book, make sure you jump on to the Joomla Beat show notes at joomlabe.at slash EP92. Whoa, 92, really? We're progressing quite well. Mm, Another eight episodes till the big one. Yes, exactly. Okay, so now let's get James Morell back on the show to talk about the next bit in the Seblod training course. We've spoken about uh, putting the, uh, the app together, building the pages, the fields, uh, displaying them on the front end. And now he's going to talk about the application or the app aspect and how you can package up what you've just built or install prepackaged stuff. So this is pretty exciting stuff. Hi, Pete. In this week's tutorial, we're going to look at Sebload apps and uh, specifically using the comments application, which can be downloaded off sebload.com with the VIP membership and uh, implementing that on our gallery item content type, which we've been playing with over the last couple of weeks. So when you click on one of your gallery item content items, you're going to go through to a content page where then you can leave a comment if you're a logged in user. So you do need a Seblod VIP membership in order to access those applications, but I really wanted just to showcase how powerful they were and how easy they make using Seblod because they come packaged already with the forms, the lists, the fields, the templates, everything, every, all the Seblod elements that you need in order to achieve whatever the app's trying to achieve, like uh, build some comment functionality or um, whatever it is. So uh, I wanted to give users an insight into that and how to implement those things. And, and then they could make an informed decision about whether that if they want to get serious using Seblod, whether they think a VIP subscription will really help them building Joomla and Seblod websites. Great, great. So this is uh, really stepping up the game and uh, getting into some of the more interesting bits of Seblod too. As a special offer at the moment as well, Seblod.com is offering 20% off all VIP memberships. So it's a really great time to start with those VIP memberships and downloading applications if it's something that you're interested in. And thank you, James and Sedblod team there. I did have a look at a couple of those just before too. All right. So I hope it's useful. Thanks again for, for having me on and uh, we'll see you next week. All right. So if that is the first time you heard James, make sure you jump on to the Joomla Beat website, joomlabe.at slash Sedblod. 
S-E-B-L-O-D. And you can get to the beginning of this training course where there's a big overview video that we did with James back in the office, I think in 2014, when we first had a look at Seblod and what it could do. He, he gave us the full rundown, but then this training course breaks it up and goes through every last little bit. So thank you, James, and thank you, Seblod. And is that about a wrap? Yep, that's a wrap. So what now? Now what? <laughs> well, I guess... Uh, We can ask for some reviews, guys. If anybody wants to review this podcast, you can jump onto iTunes or Spreaker and um, hopefully give us a good five-star rating. Love the five-star ratings. Yeah, Peter's especially likes those. Yes, yes. (laughs) I'll make sure next week I'll jump on to iTunes and grab a couple of those so we can read them out and thank our listeners. Mm, Definitely. Excellent. So let's wrap things up. Uh, Until next time, everyone. Please make sure you keep your websites safe and secure and make sure you keep them backed up. All right, bye. Bye, guys. You've been, listening to- You've been listening to the Joomla Beat podcast. Bringing together the community of designers, developers, fans and users from around the globe. Around the globe. Joomla Beat. Joomla Beat. Joomla Beat. Joomla Beat.